Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, March 13th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Addy O.A. Jr. And joining me is the guy with the tie, Greg Miller. Oh my god! Yeah. Alright! I yeah. was so ready to go <laughs> fucking off on you legit. when I saw the show notes and it's just my name. Nothing. Oh, no. Legit, I had to I had, I had, had a uh, cobble one together real quick because wow. I, couldn't let, I couldn't let it slide. That was great. Yeah. I'm really impressed. I'm Good surprised uh, even when you're in the passenger seat, you you come show you come dressed up. You show up I thought about not doing it, you know mm. what I mean? But then I've been on such a good track record this year, this year, 2020, yeah. of wearing the actual shirt and tie. Can I ask you what the what the history is of you dressing up? Was that is that an up at noon thing or? It's part of that. I mean, for uh, kind of funny games daily, the reason I think we did it is, and now I know I'm pulling back the curtain here, everybody. I mm. know every YouTube viewer has never understood this. Most of our shows kind of look the same. Oh yeah. And so I wanted uh, the idea is that I wanted a, an ide- a visual identity for every one of the shows, oh. so that if you tuned in, it wasn't it wasn't so. Oh, he's just wearing the same shirt he wore on the Game Over Gregory show, the kind of yeah. funny podcast, the Games Cast, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of have a different vibe to it every time. Okay. And Games Daily, I think you know when we started, it was and still is very much more like, hey, we're trusted news sources talking about this and having a real conversation it's not so much Bur- the burt meg jokes from kind of funny podcast yeah. and me wheezing nonstop. that happens this of is course. the buttoned up show we understand yeah, this is <laughs> this is as buttoned up as it gets around here so yeah gotcha gotcha now see now i'm starting to wonder if i should start dressing up because I, I asked this question but here's the, the first problem day I was here. here's the problem mm-hmm. blessing eddie oye jr yeah you look good all the time I mean that's fair. Look at you right now. I also don't have me, as many ties. I have maybe one tie. The tie. Well, it's, it, I, it, what I've loved about you taking over hosting, and why I'm excited that you're hosting a show and I get to be passenger seat, and we're mm. gonna start doing this more. I bet is the idea that you, what I love about it is that you've made Games Daily your own, and I've appreciated that. Thank and you. I've appreciated that journey publicly with the audience, right? Where even mm. when Gary called you on it that one time, you were like. Well, no, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not just yeah. trying to be Greg Light. I'm trying to be, hey, this is, you know, yeah. who, what I want to Build do my own identity. On so I think show. that, you know, you wear it, come in wearing these bomber jackets, these fly t-shirts. I mean, that's just say. me being Tim, though. I, well, yeah, but bomber jackets. let's let it, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Tim gave up a long time ago. That's fair. All right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think this, him fixing his eyes is his first step trying to get back into fashion over function, Tim. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, he's let it go. Okay. You're, you just look good, period. Thank you. No problem. I appreciate it. How's your morning been? Oh, so far, so good. That's good. Yeah. That's we got good. a lot going on. Uh Today and then next week and in every life, you know, everyday life, I for, guess. Personally or for kind of funny? I was saying kind of funny. Personally, of course, yeah. Like the, mm. <laughs> the world's on lockdown well, and everything's yeah. going to hell. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like for us too, in terms of content, we're doing a lot of embargoed, a lot of reviews, oh, a lot yeah. of things going on. A lot on. going on behind the scenes. But it's such a fun sure. time. It's, like, yeah. it's always fun. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, my morning has been an interesting one because there's been, I'll, I'll, you're probably not familiar with this rapper named oh, Jay go. Electronica. Of course I know Jay Electronica. Do you know Jay Electronica? My name's Jay Electronica. Okay, I'm here well, to say no, I like electronics. <laughs> in a major way, fifty percent off, seventy percent off. Come on down to the store today. Wow, okay, no, that's exactly how the song goes. That's a song for his new album. Uh, no, Jay Electronica is a rapper that literally a decade ago, in 2010, released two songs and then disappeared and never released a song again. Awesome. And those two songs are like revered as like some of the best rap. Did songs. he do Old Town Road? No, that's Lil Nas no. X. No, uh, he did two songs called Exhibit A and, Exhi- and Exhibit C. And I like that. Yeah, that's right. Fun. That's and good. he just like put out those songs, and everybody, everybody like listened to them, and were like, "Whoa, these songs are like off the chain. Can't wait for the album." And he like got signed by Jay Z, all this stuff. Sure. Just never put out the album wow. until today. Wow. Until this morning. Is this what I, I caught wind of? Something cool, Greg was talking about. 
Like he, he wanted yeah. a concert too or something? Uh, no. There's just been a lot of so me and Cool Greg and Tim were gonna go to the Lupe Fiasco concert that's going on that was gonna happen like I think in April. Yeah, that shouldn't happen no more. Yeah. Just, just got delayed till June. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. But yeah, it was, yeah. that, that one was an exciting one because uh, it was gonna be his, like his Food and Liquor album, which is like his first like classic album. He was just gonna perform that from front to back, but not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Today's stories include <laughs> Silent Hill rumors, Dreams IP ownership, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where bronze members or above get to write in silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show also tim's not here that's the thing that we should address <laughs> thank tim, god tim fuck tim fuck tim fuck tim if you're not watching the kind of funny podcast anymore it still wouldn't make that much sense but that is what's happening <laughs> no screencast that was that was a screencast bit was it? Was that a screencast? God, it's just a I blur. thought it was a review. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, screencast. screencast. Everybody go watch the Outsider Screencast thing to get the thing. Oh, yeah. That's also, I think I, you, know, you just did it. And mm. I want to point out that yesterday, I think I made the official transition over to where this table or podcast services around the globe. I'm going to yeah. pound like I do this table. Oh, I'm moving yeah. away from this. Yeah, because I never. The I, gate never works for with a hand and stuff. I've always felt nervous about it because I don't know how to treat these microphones and I don't have the authority you do. <laughs> so I don't want sure, Kevin to, like, sure. I don't know, get super mad at me. Yeah. Kevin gets mad at you. If Ke- Kevin would have gotten mad at me by now about mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean. That yeah. would have been the thing. And so I, I, Kevin doesn't hold back when he's mad at you about something. Oh no, well, he doesn't care your rank in the office. Yeah, he doesn't Fair. care that you could fire him like that. You know what I mean? Fair. Yeah. But still, I feel I feel safer just doing like the. I'm, I don't say this often. Blessing, <laughs> that motion right? doesn't doesn't look great out of context. Now I think nah, about yeah, it. Nah, not at all. Blessing, you're untouchable here. All right, do whatever you. you want. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you know what? Yeah, just fuck this just place. Taking up. this thing off. Oh! <laughs> it's a different vibe today. Now it's time for some housekeeping. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed, Mohammed, Momo, Drew Gardner, <laughs> Blackjack, and the kind of funny Destiny Two PC clan. Today we're brought to you by Upstart, Mint Mobile, and Brooklyn, and I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> it's time for some news. We got five stories today. Starting off with number one, is Silent Hill making a return? This comes from Jordan Gerblick at Games Radar. He writes, New, somewhat credible rumors have serviced that a Silent Hill reboot is in the works for PS5 and talks for a Silent Hill's revival are ongoing. The rumors originated from Twitter user Aesthetic Gaming or Aesthetic Gamer and Rely on Horror, two sources with proven track records who report on the rumors, with, on rumors with reassuring confidence. Apparently, the Silent Hill reboot is coming from SIE Japan Studio and being helmed by Kechiro Toyama, the director and writer of the original Silent Hill, Masahiro Ito, uh, creature designer for the first four games, and Akira Yamaoka, the composer for the majority of the franchise. The Silent Hills revival is reportedly not a done deal yet, but would afford Kojima full creative freedom and potentially make use of Sony's next generation PlayStation VR headset. Additionally, it sounds like Sony pitched Kojima the Silent 
Sony pitched Kojima the Silent Hills revival as a narrative-driven experience akin to Until Dawn and Telltale's The Walking Dead series. Both sources are reporting that Sony is acting as a sort of mediator between Hideo Kojima and Konami in an effort to revive Silent Hills on PS5. Finally, there's evidence to suggest we might be hearing official word on one or more of these rumored projects as soon as this month. It's always best to be skeptical of rumors in general, but there's enough context behind these new rumors to be excited for the future of Silent Hill. And of course, take all of this with a grain of salt. But Greg... Take it to the bank. This is happening. No, I don't know. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, really? No, 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 no. It's... I mean... It's too perfect. It it's what perfect. I've talked about before, right? I mean, I've talked about this before where I, mm. I, I thought that Sony would try to get Metal Gear back and try to bring Metal Gear to Kojima Productions and be like, hey, we're acting yeah. as the intermediary here. And I think if they were able to do this, that would open the, blow the doors open. Do you open feel like that. that's something Kojima would want to do, though? Because I feel like yeah. Kojima's been trying to get out of Metal Gear forever, whereas Silent Hills was a new, exciting project for him. I think that <sighs> Kojima... You so why, for, let's dial it back and I'll, I'll yeah. answer your question with a question. Why do you think he's been trying? What do you mean you think he's been trying to get out of it forever? From from Metal Gear, I feel it seems like after like since Metal Gear Solid three, I want to say it's it's been similar, similar to the Sakurai, Sakurai thing, thing of right? like yeah. yeah, this is my last one. Yeah, and he says that every single time, and I feel like both the Solid Snake and uh, Big, Big Boss. Boss stories have come to a place where they're pretty much done. Like really, all you can do now is maybe connect. The the period between Metal Gear Solid Five, yeah, and the first original Metal Gear game, or yeah. maybe even remake the original Metal Gear games, yeah. which could be exciting. But I feel like Kojima, from where he's at, has maybe you know done all he feels like he he's, he he needs to have done. And also, I feel like his experience working on Metal Gear Solid Five specifically was so rough that yeah, I, oh yeah. I, I'd wonder if he even want to revisit it. It now, it being separate from Konami might change that. Yeah, but. As far as where Kojima's at now, I'd be I'd be surprised if he was like, oh yeah, Metal Gear, I'll give it another shot. I feel like every one of our famed video game creators who work on a series forever and are like, this is my last one, and then they make another one. Yeah, it isn't that they're liars. It isn't that they were you know lying they're in that interview or anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they were trying to pull one over. I think it's that thing that, and again, I'm not a video game creator, sadly, because I'm stupid and dumb. But I think it is that thing where every time you make a video game, right? What do you? We always hear, right? It's like. 40%, 30% of your ideas are left on the cutting room floor. You yeah. had to bail, you had to bounce, you had to do whatever. And so I think that when you're in these interviews and you're like, yeah, I'm done, you still have that idea of where you wanted to go, wh- what else you wanted to do. Like even Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, Phantom Pain, right? Uh, or uh, Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain yeah. connected, right? Tell a story, right? But like you're saying, it doesn't end definitively. Uh, I mean, like, sure, we understand, no spoilers, I guess, even though you already know what the fucking ending of uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five was. Mm. There's still wiggle room there for what's going on with Big Boss, sure. For sure. There's still what I mean. I let's get out of this part of this conversation because there's still obviously more all sorts of tangents to talk about in Metal Gear. For Kojima in particular, I think even if you're talking to him now or when in the lead up to Death Stranding about it, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, out, you know, we're done with Metal Gear and yada yada yada." I think so much of that is the pain relationship with Konami. Yeah. It is what uh, him and his uh, developers and cohorts had to go through there. I think that. And I'm talking completely out of my ass as somebody who does talk every so often to Kojima. I'm not, I want to make it clear I haven't had this conversation with him. I would think that he looks back at Metal Gear Solid Five as a missed opportunity, mm-hmm. as he did not stick the landing the way he wanted, right? If he had a jap- drop chapter three the way they talked about, right? Yeah. If that's the case, if all that has happened, I think that it was incredibly painful. He was happy to get away, the, but it, it was, was phantom painful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was happy to get away, but clearly it was 
a breakup and it went sour and it didn't end the way he wanted it to and he mm-hmm. didn't go out on his terms and he didn't end this the series or whatever you want to call it on his terms yeah and so i think that even if he said in the past you know i'm done with this and i'm happy with where we are and i'm ready to move on i think there is definitely a part of him that is like I would like to do one more shot of it. I would like to do this one thing with it. I have this yeah. idea for what I'd want to do with it. And I could see Death Stranding being the game to kind of get all of his creative energy kind of out there. To kind yeah. of exercise that through. And so now that he's done with Death Stranding, I could see him being like, all right, yeah. Now and that's the other thing, too, that I'm t- we're talking about here is that if you're going to go then make Silent Hills and do something different, right? Mm-hmm. So that's another four years of your life, and then were you already planning on wanting to do another, um, like Death Stranding two? Death or, Stranding two. Yeah. Did you? I'm sure there's. A, I mean, they're a, a studio. They've granted. talked about doing like smaller indie projects, exactly, and movies and all that. There's enough moving parts there that I'm just saying this opens the door and makes it easier. And mm-hmm. then what does that mean to it? Who knows? I would fucking adore if they went back and did Metal Gear Solid, just a re- remake or reimagining yeah. or whatever, or like just a Metal Gear Solid. Just in the hands of Kojima Productions with the same freedom that they had had with Death Stranding. Yeah. I think could be really awesome. Yeah. Because, I mean, like we said, right, Metal Gear Solid Five kind of had the the chains of, of Konami on it. And so yeah, you can kind of tell that, yeah. like, okay, yeah, this isn't what they fully envisioned it to be, despite it being incredible still. And, but. I mean, that's what you've got to be imagining. And I think when you talk about video game developers and having creative freedom and ideas and power and money and technology, mm-hmm. right, at some point no matter how happy anyone is with what they've created, I'd have to imagine you look back and go, man, but what if I had made Metal Gear now? What if I, knowing everything I know about video game development, knowing everything and how powerful these machines are, knowing how cinematic I can making it, knowing I now legitimately have a foothold in Hollywood and can get not, and I'm not even trying to talk shit here or dunk on anybody, not get, we got Kiefer Sutherland and he's done all of, 30 minutes of dialogue, and mm. it, it, it clearly is, no offense to Kiefer, just like he came in and read the thing, and he, he's not, like, yeah. embodying Big Boss, right? In the way that, you know, love or hate Death Stranding, yeah, right? Like, like the, Mads fucking Mads yeah. crushes that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tommy well, Earl crushes yeah. that. And, like, I think can, Norman crushes it, too, in a very di- in a different way, because yeah. it is, as Norman Reedus, and it's hard to get around that, yeah. but he does a great job with it. But even still, like, despite that, you can still show that to somebody in Hollywood and be like, oh, yeah, right? look at this game. Norman Reedus is in it. Mads Mikkelsen is in it. I want you to be in the next like step of this or the next iteration so, of this. So, yeah, e- even if it was a departure entirely of Metal Gear and it wasn't about Snake or Big Boss, right? It wasn't oh. you know, Solid Snake or Big Boss. If it was like we're going into the future with Meryl, we're doing some side story somewhere else is going on, mm-hmm. we're doing, we're trying to fill in this gap of the Les yeah. Enfants Terribles. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a fourth twin. Yeah. No, there were, yeah, wait, wait, it was, it was, there's only was, three, right? Well, Solidus, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three yeah. and then, I guess, Liquid, Big Boss. Liquid, you count his arm being put onto him. Yeah, I, well, I was thinking Liquid, Solid, and yeah. Solidus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I guess there, there's a fifth snake is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like, there's, I mean, it's Metal Gear and it's weird and there's a bunch of different shit yeah. you could do with it or whatever. So, even if it was just a foxhound game, you know what I mean? And we went oh, and did yeah. that. Like, I don't, I, there's enough in there and I think it would be attractive enough if you came back right now as PlayStation, and not even right now, seven years now from PlayStation, be like, so, Silent Hills went really well. Mm-hmm. We now have this relationship with them where we can use our IPs and make these amazing games. We're giving you this giant amount of money, and we're giving you the Metal Gear IP for whatever you're going to do with it. I'm sure you're yeah. going to pitch something. Go and like see what that would be. Even if it was a smaller or a different game, that'd be rad. What are your belief levels that these two Silent Hill games are happening? Being yeah. Silent Hill by the by uh, SIE Japan Studio yeah. with all these classic uh, Silent Hill uh, designers 
and Silent Hills with Kojima. Do you think that's like that feels like it's way it's too, too good, good to be, be true? true. It's, yeah, yeah that, and that's and I mean and I obviously yeah you know the rumors originated from Twitter user Aesthetic Gamer and Rely on Horror, two sources who have proven track records who report on rumors with reassuring confidence. I'm not taking away from them at all. Mm-hmm. It just sounds too good. to be Yeah, true. way I, too good. To be tr- if be anything, true. I would say the Silent Hill reboot sounds way more possible. Like Silent Hills? Or no, the one the one without with, Kojima. Without Kojima, okay. Yeah, the one with all the original people. Yeah. I think the reboot of that makes sense to me because if I'm Konami and I'm sitting there with all my IPs and going, don't give a shit, pachinko machines, mm-hmm. if Sony shows up, knocks on your door, and is like, hey, look at the success Resident Evil's having right now with Resident Evil 2, yeah. with Resident Evil 3 about to drop, right? Look at the, the, how crazy that's doing. Look at what we were able to do with Death Stranding, having these... But, let us have let us broker a partnership in the same way we brokered this partnership with Spider-Man. Where really you're giving us the IP, you get to whatever, oversee it, but we're taking it and casting it and making things happen. Yeah. I think that that is more likely than the Kojima part of it. I yeah. think if anything, it could be them saying, "Hey, we're going to do this. We're getting the original creators together. We'd love to talk about Silent Hills later. If you're open to it, are you open to it? And they're like, what? we'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to Kajim. You're like, hey, this is what's happening. We'd love to talk about maybe down the line. Uh, that conversation level could be happening as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't buy that this is all happening right now. Yeah. And if it is, and at the PlayStation 5 event, we, you, we fucking eat our words. God bless them. Like, Go get them. Silent Hill, like Silent Hill pops up on the screen with his logo. And then like it's like Dash, Silent Hills. And it's like two. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like, you that know, would be a great. Dude, the way they would do it, right, is if they actually had, and I, who knows how any of these games are mm-hmm. in, far along, right? But the way I would do it is you have, like, Silent Hill is, we've done this thing with Konami, we've brokered this deal, here, the original creators, here's the first look at it, it's a teaser trailer, it's like, ah, oh, it's awesome, blah, 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 you know, the trailer ends, and like, alright, and for the next thing, like, you know what, actually, let's do one more thing and bring Kojima out, and oh every, the fucking, yeah. I, I'm back to old E3, I don't know if it's a state of play or whatever the fuck it is, or if mm. it's the PlayStation 5 event, if that'll ever happen, yeah, we'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we'll see. I wonder, though, if that muddies the message to have both these projects going on at the, at the same time. Like yeah. the idea of having a Silent Hill and then also having Silent Hills. Konami, I feel like, was able to kind of get away with it because Silent Hills seemed to be like the next iteration of Silent Hill, and so that would have been existing by itself. Whereas having these two projects going at the same time, I feel like it's so confusing. But the idea of, in the article here, it says, uh, Sony pitched Kojima the Silent Hills revival as a narrative-driven experience akin to Until Dawn and Telltale's The Walking Dead series. Yeah, I feel like in the same way that Resident Evil is having a resurgence, I think the Until Dawn uh, narrative, like adventure game, choose-your-own-adventure thing with horror, I think it was, it was super successful. It was super, uh, yeah, successful with Until Dawn, and I could see Sony being like, "Yeah, we want another one of those." And I don't know what Sony's relationship at this point is with Supermassive. Supermassive is the Until Dawn studio, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the relationship with, with Supermassive is, but Supermassive is making games for well, all super, platforms. Now, yeah, I was so. gonna say Supermassive is locked into multi-game deal with Bandai Namco for that. Uh, the yeah, the yeah, dark pictures, dark pictures anthology. anthology. Thank you. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so I could see Sony being like, "Yo, we." An exclusive one of those could be pretty cool since it works so well with Until Dawn. Yeah. Um, I think on, in the business side it could work pretty well. But Ignacio Rojas writes in and says, Hey guys, rumors have popped up claiming that Sony and Konami are working together on two new Silent Hill games. With Sony having been so close to Kojima these past years and after Konami and Kojima's bad separation, how do you see this affecting Sony's relationship with Kojima? Could this push Kojima towards one of the, one of Sony's competitors? Say hypothetically Sony had to, had to choose one and cut ties with the other, who do you think would be the better choice? Anyways, as always, keep being awesome. 
So to answer the first part of the question, I don't think Kojima would care too much if Sony is like if Sony somehow attains the the Silent Hill IP and wants to make a Silent Hill game. I, well, I mean, the question, yeah, I don't even think that uh, the IP would. I don't I, the IP front of it. I don't think Kojima gives a shit. If yeah. anything, it would be like yeah, working with Konami. That would be the question. Yeah. And even that, I think he does not care. Yeah. Am I getting Kojima paid? Are you financing like... my crazy games? All right, cool. Yeah. And Kojima doesn't seem like the type of dude to really, I don't know Kojima that well, but he doesn't seem the type, <laughs> of, dude, type of dude to, to really get uh, bent, bent out of shape about that. But uh, where's the last part of the question? If Sony had to choose one and cut ties with the other, say if there was like a, we had to it's, choose. It's, it's, me, either... it's them or me. Yeah. Kojima throws it out. He's got his bags packed. He's sitting there on the it's bed. It's an easy yeah. choice. Kana- huh? You cut Konami, man. Yeah. Like they yeah. don't but do, do you? anything. I mean, how well, did, how well did Death Stranding do financially? I don't know. And as far as I understand, it like it probably sold as well they, as they probably expected, but it didn't really do gangbusters by any means. No. Like a new Silent Hill game might sell better than a Death Stranding. That that's the question. Is if you really were Fair. down, you're talking about personal versus business, right? Where I think personal, if I'm Sony and stuff, I'm like, oh, well, Kojima's, you know, yeah, what like the, the value Scorsese of, of our like, industry. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the value of Kojima as a name and as like a a, a feather in your cap, right? Yeah, like, I think amazing. That's amazing. But on a business side of it, and like this is, I don't think anything that happened, but on the business side of it, Konami's like, oh yeah, here's the war chest of all our IPs. Yeah, sure. You take Silent Hills, and when you want Metal Gear, take that. And when you, like, that's when it gets. Or you want to, you, you actually want to do something with Contra, like you know, like. That would be like the more, huh? Like I don't know where to actually do it. That's not a real conversation. Yeah, I don't think that's that's not a real a real case. Worth pointing out that I think, like you know, to this rumor thing, right? That I like the idea of like, I don't believe it because it's too good to be true. Yeah. But like what you're talking about of like Silent Hill versus Silent Hills and them happening at the same time and is that confusing? And mm-hmm. the fact that they're talking about doing narrative uh, experience similar, right? Yeah. If you remember, and I, I was googling while you were talking. Back in July, or well, that's 2016. July 2016, there, January 23rd, 2020, and then, uh, yeah, January 23rd, 2020. There's a whole bunch of stuff about. First off, in 2016, it was Kojima talking about how interesting he finds episodic gaming and how he'd like yes, to tinker with yeah. that. And then this stuff that uh, from was that January, not recently? January 2020 was the I want we want to do a bunch of different things, including smaller projects, including movies, including episodic stuff, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm looking right now at Metro. I, I could have sworn we talked about this recently. Metro has a, the headline on Metro was uh, uh, Hideo Kojima wants to make smaller, weirder episodic games and movies and comics. And similarly, yeah, Shaq News' headline was Hideo Kojima wants to make work on smaller episodic games yeah so yeah there there is now is that the tail wagging the dog where mm-hmm. it's like i want to make up a rumor or i've heard something and i'm connecting that or is that really were these the seeds that they yeah. were planting early and he's like i'd love to do that while having yeah the narrative adventure game thing and the episodic thing definitely feel like they work hand in hand yeah 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 so we'll see Number two, Media Molecule is launching Dreams beta evaluation. This comes from Media Molecule's community blog. Uh, this community, and this is this is in their words, I believe it was Shoban. Is that how you pronounce her name? Oh, Shivan. Shivan. Yeah. Sh- no, it's it's Shivan. Shivan. What? Wha- gotcha. sh- it's it. Think- I've read I've read her name so much, and I'm not actually like said it out loud. Oh no, she, I totally. And it's she that came thing. through to do. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah totally, yeah. totally. It's that thing where I, I do the same thing. You know how bad I am with it. But like, uh, watch the uh, HBO show Secession. And Siobhan's, oh. it's spelled the same way, but it's mm-hmm. Siobhan, and they call her Shiv. So it's like, that's how you get it. It's a V instead of a B in there. Gotcha. Because words are confusing. Gotcha. Why should anything make sense? You know These are I mean? Siobhan's words here. This community update has been a long time coming. Right from the very get-go, our goal has been that the Dreamiverse be a wonderful and attractive place for all types of creators. There have been some questions I have been asked that I would like to answer whilst sneaking in a small announcement. Number one, 
who owns my original my original creation in dreams answer you do you own the ip for the original creations that you make in dreams number two so i own my creation what can i do with it answer you can use your original creation for example in your artwork or music portfolio in a collage or design your design on your t-shirt in other words for your personal use number three how can i use my creation for business purposes Answer, we've had a lot of questions from creators about using Dreams for viable business opportunities off PlayStation, such as concept artwork. We welcome and encourage creators to do this, but it's new territory for us. We've been busy behind the scenes mapping out how we can make it easier for creators to do this in the future. We're kicking this off with a beta evaluation where creators can submit an application to use Dreams for a specific project. This is open to a limited group of users with the goal of, of learning how players want to use Dreams off PlayStation and how we may support this. If you're applying, you will need, a, you will need to have a project in mind, a time frame, and be willing to provide feedback to Media Molecule along the way, amongst other requirements outlined in the application. Please have a read of the terms that will apply. See link below. Please check out the beta evaluation evaluation page and have a have a read of the application criteria, terms, and, pro, and process. The beta evaluation is only available to early access members in good standing. Please make sure you have published creations that can be viewed or a showreel showing work made in dreams that can be viewable by Media Molecule. Uh, number four, and this is the last question: What sort of projects does this apply to? Answer. We have had interest from, from concept artists and music video creators wanting to use Dreams as a tool for their work. We are eager to hear how you, you would like to use Dreams off-platform, so please apply for the beta evaluation if you, if you meet the criteria set out above. If you have any questions, then please send us an email here and we'll let you know. I'm personally really excited for this to kick off in Dreams. We can see that there are so many amazing opportunities that, will, that this allows. Watch this space for further developments within the Dreamiverse. Greg. How do you feel about having full IP ownership? I'm so fucking dreams? confused. Really? Yeah. Like, it's confusing to me because it's that they've said from the beginning that you owned it, what you created in it. And they're mm -hmm. granted not in an FAQ or all this stuff. Yeah. So, like, when this broke today, I originally looked at it and I was like, oh, this is a rehash of information and moved on. And uh -huh. then I saw it get shared to Slack on Kind of Funny Games Daily and I went and read it again. I'm like, okay, I guess this beta is what's different. But yeah. the beta seems like... A, an inconsequential step because I already, you already said I own it, so why wouldn't I be able to do whatever the fuck I want? With I it? think the 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 well, they, she says here right that she's sneaking in the small announcement. And I guess the announcement is the beta evaluation. Yeah, and I think this is the first steps to kind of what we've talked about on PSLV before of like being able to either export and this might be like a far far flung feature kind of thing, but export your dreams into Unity or mm -hmm. like they talk about a lot about off platform stuff. And as far as I know, you can't really like all your experiences in dreams are kind of limited to the PS4. So I think this is way th these are ways to, uh, to ex export your dreams onto PC or to other platforms in okay. order to like if you made a, if you made a music video in dreams for you to then Use export that it on, and then like on YouTube. As yeah, like thing. be able to upload it to YouTube or be able to, you know, find ways to transfer your creations or your art to Photoshop or other okay, programs. Okay, yeah, we've had the interest from concept artists. And yeah, again, like I understood it more once I read it. But yeah. like, so it's talking about things outside of gaming or outside of dreaming yeah. or whatever. So it's yeah, concept artists and music video creators. I guess not being either one of those is what gets confusing for me. Yeah. Whereas for me, a music video, okay, if I wanted to make a music video in dreams, I'd make the music video in dreams and then record it and then upload it to YouTube. Yeah. Right? Like, And then concept art, like, same thing. I would be like, mm -hmm. here's a screenshot of the concept art that I've done. You can see it. I can put it in my portfolio. But, I, but I, not I, being those people, I don't understand how Yeah, I think there's a certain level of 
retaining the quality of the work and yeah. not having like the like the drop in whether it's resolution or sound sure. quality yeah, 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 yeah. when you're like recording it or video quality when you're recording it and being able to maybe even take something out of dreams and then edit it further like say okay. i'm so i'm i don't know why they they reference concept artists and music video creators specifically because i think this is, this can apply to a lot of things but yeah say if you are a musician and you're making music in dreams the idea of being able to export that at full High quality, quality. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah, highest okay. quality okay. possible and being able to like take that and then have let's say a wave file or a dot um og file like an ogg file, Love an og file um and which i believe like og files will then carry like the highest well it's a very high quality file um be able to take that and then at that high quality then edit it further in um like whatever music audio software you have whatever doll you have be able to do that i think that then i i, I think that's what this is about okay and so i i, I think this I think we'll see the ripples of this later on. Oh sure, when they when they like ha- when they flesh this stuff out. What Media Molecule is great at and is doing is doing these beta things. And what the yeah. beta thing is is, hey, you go let's troubleshoot this with a small group of creators who want to do this, that so that we can figure out the tool, so that we can just drop it on in Dreams.me. And yeah, you'll have access to it. And you'll be able to go do whatever you want with it. Yeah, because yeah. so I- like yeah, I'm you know from what they've talked about before of like you know the hope is that your sculptures you'll be able to 3d print and all these different ideas they yeah. have for it that's where i was hung up on this while well. i was like using that example i was like well i know you're gonna let me 3d print eventually mm-hmm. so once i do why would i need your permission to sell my 3d cr- printed mm-hmm. sculptures or whatever yeah but it makes more sense for what you're talking about of bringing something you've made in dreams out of dreams being able to edit tweak it get it at the highest quality yeah fix it that and way. i don't know like what their exact wording is on things like th- like 3d printing but i imagine this would then be part of those steps yeah like say like maybe you don't 3d print directly from dreams because they there's it, it might be very difficult to figure out how you connect a 3D th- printer directly to a PS4, but being able to take a certain USB's <laughs> got it. It's easy. Be able to take that file and then I don't know. What, I don't know shit about 3D printing, but I imagine maybe there's some some sort of program, right, or yeah. program file you take, export it out of Dreams, put it in your PC, and then and then 3D print it from your PC. Like I, I think that's what this is all about. Now uh, you talked about me. you know exporting it to Unity and working in Unity and yeah. stuff. Do you think that they're that's long term what they're 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 doing it smaller here with these ideas right mm-hmm. of like all right you know music videos concept art but are they moving us closer and closer to export your game to Unity and you can get it running and you can I put it on so. the game store you can like I I kind of at a certain point I I kind of gave up hope that they're, that's what they're going for because they mentioned that before years long ago, time ago yeah, yeah. and it's one of those things where in my mind that sounds so difficult to be able to figure out especially with like content ownership 100%. and like selling games and, and all this stuff right not and, to mention again like the idea that content ownership being like I, somebody puts superman in their game right like that's yeah not approved but also the the what i th- i feel would be the sticky thing of cool so dreams i i guess i might we might have signed away all our rights when we did like the eula or whatever when we agreed mm-hmm. but the idea that cool someone remixed my level and then they put that out yeah and t- tweaked it but they exactly. published it yeah. like somebody took my somebody took the tree that i made right and put is it there, in do, their are game. we sh- are we profit sharing yeah or like, when, I, when i said hey publicly this is out there did i waive all my rights to that yeah and so the idea of exporting to unity then gets complicated yeah. maybe it's a thing where you can only export things to unity when one is it, it's your 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 full creation or you've gotten permission like sp- explicit permission given yeah. in the game from everybody who's had their hand in this thing then you're able to export that's probably the solution yeah. um and yeah like i gave up on the idea that unity might might be a thing but with them starting off this post talking about ip ownership and saying that hey for original creations 
you own the IP and then going on to talk about exporting, that then makes me think that, yeah, they are, think they are thinking long-term about how to be able, how to get you to be able to export your games into Unity and actually, you know, be able to sell games or do whatever you want with your content, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like huge for The them. dream, yeah. Yeah, that's, that is the dreams. Ah! Yeah. He's got it today. He's got the juice, guys. Number three, Square Enix has an E3 update. This comes directly from their Twitter. They tweet out an hey, image. Well, and real quick, too. Yeah. Shout out to you for making the image big. So I don't have to do more of this. You don't <laughs> well, have to be all on it like this. this is, trying to read so these the, the image itself was already in a high resolution oh, when I copied okay, it over, okay, and so okay. it are, it just appeared big. But like if whenever companies or whenever I forget what what thing I was reading the other day, you're reading was, tweets. Uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. Like but it was like already like it, was, it was small, and if the resolution isn't high already, if I if I enlarge it, I'm not gonna be able to read it because all the text is gonna be foggy. And so whenever you tweet your images, tweet them in high quality, 1080p by whatever, 720p. Boom. Make it fill the page. The, tw the tweet reads, E3 2020 update. Of course, uh, again, this is from Square Enix. As the world is echoed and united, nothing is more important than protecting the health and well-being of our employees and their families, our partners, and unquestionably our fans. We support the ESA's decision to cancel E3 2020 and send our strongest heartfelt appreciation to everyone that works tirelessly to bring unforgettable games and experiences to E3. We understand that this is disappointing not only to our respective developers and publishers, but also to the thousands of fans who venture from afar to celebrate games at E3. We're right there with you. Our 2020 lineup and the next generation that lies beyond is stronger than ever for square enix where e3 has always been an incredible moment in time to showcase our upcoming games we're exploring other options to share our games with you more to come stay tuned thank you and so there you go i thought i saw this and i was like what a weird post to put up but this so like, late like yeah, no, that's I, the, I mean like that's the thing is that it's late like if this, i was worried about square enix's e3 wouldn't i wanted to know this when e3 got canceled like the, this day the, ex up? the exact same statement that everybody else put out minutes after totally the ESA. <laughs> exactly right like yeah. how many approvals did this have to go through to be like yeah and that's the listen thing is, sucks e3's not here like you can we'll tell that like you know they were waiting on an approval and somebody totally. was probably out of office yeah, yeah. <laughs> and didn't show up until this it morning came up, like, to oh, sign off on all it. right cool like this is all right. Yeah. Good for you guys. I'm glad you're not quitting games. Honestly, you though, got canceled. I am kind of excited for all these different digital events that are going to happen. Totally. Whenever they happen. Like, the idea that, like, we're going to get a bunch of directs, whether they're happening in the same week or, like, Dude, the, the apart, best but... part is going to be ranking them all. Oh, the ones that, the yeah. ones that are really good at it and the ones that are just awful. That are just awful. Because there's gonna... a reason a lot of people stop doing press conferences, right, at D3. Because they were terrible. Konami, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You. I don't have that much faith in Square Enix's digital event. Because they did that. Two years ago, I want to say, because last year was the conference where they ended with Avengers, yeah. and then the year before that was, I believe, where they like showed off. Well, that was the one where it was like Kingdom Hearts, and like the Kingdom Hearts trailers didn't have sound in them, and that whole digital. And that's the one where that's actually, they also debuted the Quiet Place or a Quiet. No, not the Quiet. A quiet Place. Man. A Quiet. The Quiet Man. The Quiet, the quiet man. man. Quiet Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was not. It was. Everyone's like, at all. oh, this could be great. And then the game just like farted out one day, and yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's bad. I was one of those people who I was like. Oh, this looks kind of fun to beat him up. Oh, no, no, it did look fun. And, yeah. you're, and you're quiet? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then it came out, and I was like, oh. Oh, damn. This is a Square Enix game. Oh, no. Yeah. Number four, February U.S. sales down 29%, says MPD. This comes from Brendan Sinclair at gamesindustry.biz. 
The games industry kicked off the year with two straight months of double-digit declines across the board. The industry tracking MPD Group today reported its U.S. game industry consumer spending numbers for February, showing overall sales down 29% year-over-year to $755 million. On the software side, MPD found sales of the game software it tracks, which includes physical software and full full game digital sales from selected publishers, were down 36% year-over-year to $307 million. MPD analyst Matt Piscatella pointed to pointed to a light release slate as the main driver of the declines. The MPD the MPD's top twenty chart featured no new releases. Wah, 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 wah. The platform specific top ten charts were similarly devoid of new titles, except for that of the PS4, which saw Media Molecules Dreams as the eighth best selling game for the system. Is that good? No, but it's nice to see them break in. If we're going to clap for them, I'm going to clap for Dreams every time. That's fair. But, yeah. <laughs> eighth, eighth for the system. Yeah, Ooh. it is kind of, oh, man. <laughs> While Tom Clancy's The Division 2 jumped from outside the top 20 to a fifth-place finish for the month, the resurgence of interest in the shooters set in a, in a pandemic-devastated U.S. appears more a product of promotional pricing than current events. Piscatella noted that it was deeply discounted during the month, selling for as little as $3 digitally or $5 at retail, which explains a lot because I bought that game for $3 digital, even though I already owned it physically, just because just I could. Why not? <laughs> Hardware numbers were similarly, similarly down, with spending off 34% year-over-year year to $183 million and year-over-year year declines for every platform. As in January, accessories and game cards were also down, but fared better than the, than the hard hardware and software markets. MPD reports that accessories and game card game card sales fell 14% to, to $265 million. The Xbox One Elite Series 2 controller retained its spot as the best best selling accessory for the fourth month in a row. And then here's your top 20 based on dollar sales for the period between February 2nd and February 29th. I'm going to start at number 20 and then I'm just going to work my Whoa, way down until okay, we get to number at 1. This. So at number 20, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, Need for Speed Heat, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, FIFA 20, Just Dance 2020, and then at 15, Pokemon Sword, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Red Dead Redemption 2, Luigi's Mansion, Minecraft. Number 10, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Madden NFL 20, Ring Fit Adventure. Of course. Wow. Uh, and that's at number 7. I think keeps crap going, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I keep hearing more and more good things about Ring Fit Adventure. And for the times we're in, that might be a good investment to get active. 100%. So there you go. At number six, Mario Kart 8. Number five, Tom Clancy's Division 2. Number four, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. At number three, Grand Theft Auto 5. Jesus Christ. At number two, NBA 2K20. And then at number one is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. So that's your top 20 for MPD sales. And heartbreaking there, right? For the top 20 overall, no dreams. No dreams. Again, it's platform-specific top 10 charts were similarly devoid of new titles, except for that of PS4, which saw Media Molecule's Dreams as the eighth best-selling game for the system. I'll be interested to see where Dreams ranks on the blog for the most downloaded game of the month. You think it's, you think it's going to be higher or lower? No, I, I just think it's going to be interesting to see where it ranks. Oh, okay. I, I don't have any information on where it'll actually be. Number five. Oh, I, that's all you want to talk about? I it. mean, do you, you have any, anything else for, for that one that you want to I point think out? It's expected that you'd have February be down. Not that much oh, new, yeah. new stuff that's like cool last, out. Because last year, what, we had Anthem, and Di- I can't remember if Division came out in February or March. Yeah, no, it, it did, right? Because we just time. had the anniversary for the Division 2. I think that's one of the reasons they were pushing everything the way yeah. they were pushing But was that beginning of March, though? Mm-hmm. It's great. I want to say Division 2 might have been very early March. February 7th, 2019. Oh, February 7th? Yep. Was Division? Yeah, Division 2, February 7th, 2019, according to Wikipedia. That can't be right because it came out. It came out after Anthem, right? And Anthem wasn't until around that time. 
March fifteenth, twenty nineteen. There you go. There I you was go. like, wait a second. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got, I got booted. Or I didn't get booted. That's what it was. Um, but yeah. yeah, so like, but around this time last year was definitely way more active for video games. Like Apex Legends came out also in February last year, um, and I want to say Jump Force, which not a great game, but still sold. Yeah, quite a bit. What's your prediction for next month's NPD? For March? Yeah. Not oh I think it's yeah because we have an active month this month I think it's going to be gangbusters yeah and I think n- part of that is everybody working from home slash you know not you know what is it social distancing like not, not wanting to leave your house right yeah like oh Animal Crossing was going to fucking dominate no matter what yeah Doom and Eternal Doom. was going to do incredibly well no matter what yeah but then it also becomes this conversation of what does this mean for NPD physical versus digital like I do think that suddenly I think a lot yeah. of people I think a lot of people who were like fucking Nah, I love getting my games retail. Aren't going to do that as much. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to su- see people actually jump on and download stuff rather than start running out. Yeah, like, you saw AT and T's removing data caps for yeah, the foreseeable yeah, future, or whatever. Yeah. Comcast, get your shit together. Yeah, um, please, Comcast. You know I what I mean? Like, that. there's a bunch of little. I mean, we've talked about this a, a lot, right? But I mean, all these different ripples are going to be caused from this coronavirus stuff and from what we're at right now with the pandemic yeah and i i will be fascinated to see what that means for game sales because yeah. i do think, I think suddenly wait, uh, you can't go to the movies or you shouldn't go to the movies yeah you can't go to concerts you can't yeah, go to sporting shouldn't events. go to the club right you should not be getting, doing it for the ratchets. my friday plans you know what i mean um but it, I, it's gonna be good no matter what i think this month but in compared to last year so last year's march had sekiro shadows die twice i believe uh division two yeah devil may cry five uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Re- no, Resident Evil 2 came out in January. Day- was Days Gone March? No. Double check me on all these because I might be lying. Because I'm just looking up uh, on. This is what Google's telling me. Days Gone was April 26, 2019. Okay. But yeah, like a Doom Animal Crossing. I, I'm not even saying comp- year over year any of that shit. I think it's going to be a big just March. In general, and I think it's, it's going to be the yeah. second half of the year that re- or second half of the month that really carries it. Yeah. In terms no, of for like, sure. This whole thing being down, of course. And I, I you know, Matt Piscatella, a friend of the show and very smart man, is like, it's because there's no new releases. Yeah. <laughs> like this is why yeah. Dreams, while a great game that you should buy and play. I totally get not going gangbusters and being on NPDs. Yeah, it's also one of those things where every time I every time I go into the Dreamiverse, I can't remember if this is in Dreams.me or the actual Dreamiverse, but it'll tell you how many players are yeah. online. And it's always like, yeah, that's not that many. But yeah, I, yeah, it's in, in Dreams.me tells you when you go there, right? Yeah. Um, let's, oh, I got to sign in a thing for it. Oh, no, it's right now 3,800 players are online. 3,800. Not okay. great. Yeah, it's not- also, you figure, too, for Dreams, a uh, huge quagmire for getting any numbers that are going to look good on that because, of course, d- does this count early access when I bought it a year ago? No, probably. Well, I'm assuming that. Well, that's number or people that are online right now, right? No, no. I, I throw that number out. Sorry, I was talking oh, about NPD, right? NPD of like, sales. oh, it didn't track that well, and it's not in the top. Well, no, gotcha. because I think the hardest of hardcore already own it. Gotcha. They just they yeah, just that's updated, a good point. They just updated I didn't think their about game. That. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Number five, Niantic's introducing some changes to Pokemon Go due to coronavirus. This comes from a blog post from the Pokemon Go team. They write trainers. First of all. Abra Community Day has been postponed, which I don't play, I don't play Pokemon Go, but the idea that there's a thing called Abra Community Day del- like lightens my heart. What's up, Barrett? Shout out to Abra. Shout out to Abra. Abra was always a bitch to catch though. Yes. Because every time you'd, you'd see Abra in the wild, Abra, teleport. Kadabra, and Alakazam. Yeah. They continue. We'll also be making cha- <laughs> the following changes to Pokemon I like, Go. I like Porygon. Porygon is also great. <laughs> Have you seen Porygon too? Like the sequel to him or his evolution? 
both kind of. This I, mean, I evolved one once. I don't know. Yeah, Porygon evolves into Porygon Two, and Porygon oh, Two is like all. Yeah, I believe it. I think it's Porygon Two. Okay. Yeah, that's Porygon 2. And it's like all like sleek. I'll tell you right now, Porygon 2 fucking sucks. Really? You don't like Porygon 2? No, Porygon's way better than this guy. What's Porygon 3? I don't know if there's a Porygon 3. We'll look it up. This guy just evolved twice. I don't think there can't be a Porygon 3. Don't they all have three evolutions? Yeah, that's legit. No, they don't all have three evolutions. Most all have three evolutions? Yeah, Porygon didn't have an evolution for a while. Yeah, I don't think Porygon. I think Porygon 2 was second gen. Like a lot of Pokemon don't have evolutions or only have two. Some have like. Nine, Eevee. Oh, Porygon Z. Is That's, that real? Yeah. Huh. You don't know nothing. Huh. They continue in their article, or in their blog post. We will also be making the following changes to Pokemon Go, which are effective starting now until further notice. A one-time purchase bundle of 30 incense for one Pokecoin. <laughs> Pokecoin. Uh, incense will also last for one hour. Half hatch distance when eggs are placed into incubators during this time period. Pokestops will now drop gifts more frequently. And then lastly, Pokemon habitats will, will increase and more Pokemon will be appearing in the, in the wild. Be sure to follow us on social media, opt in to receive push notifications, and subscribe to all our emails. Stay tuned. Uh, the Pokemon Go team. All right, And that's all to account for everybody kind of being at home. Of course, yeah, they don't want you wandering out there with all sorts of people. Yeah, and then Andrew Gofarb tweets and adds more context. PSA, Pokemon Go is currently selling 30 incense for one Pokecoin. Uh, 100 Pokecoins is $1. Incense attracts Pokemon to your location, so this is for people stuck at home right now. They also currently last one hour each instead of the usual 30 minutes. So if you're a Pokemon Go player, that's all news for you. That sounds awesome. And if you have been thinking about jumping into Pokemon Go, boom. From the comfort of your own home, you don't have to walk or anything. Can I toss one out here? Go for it. I got it. It's it's a, you're wrong, but it's not that you're wrong. But mm -hmm. it's nanobiologist not giving me information that I want. I should give Comcast some credit. I have an article here from Y no wxyz.com. It's like you know one of the, it's ABC Channel Seven from wherever. Oh okay. Um, Comcast offering Internet Essentials package. Uh, free for low-income customers for 60 days. Oh, Comcast that's cool. announced Thursday it will be increasing speeds for the Internet Essentials program and making the program free to low-income customers for two months amid the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, in a letter, the president said that the of Comcast said the change is for the millions of low-income Americans who don't have internet service during this uncertain time is to help them stay connected to families, workplaces, and more. The speeds are increasing from 15 uh, megabits per second to 25. Uh, those new customers will get complimentary Internet Essentials service package for 60 days, which is normally available for qualified low-income households for 10 bucks a month. Uh, and the speeds are increasing for new and existing customers. So good on you on that one, Comcast. Good on you. Greg, I'm excited to see what other Internet providers add. Give us all the cool features. Dude, me too. <laughs> Give me all the cool features. But that's probably so far away. If I want to know where I could go to find out what's coming to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? Blessing, the answer is simple. The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah, fuck you, Greg. Why fuck me? You stumbled on it. Oh, of course. I never read that. I don't know any of this. And I was on another page. I was reading about Comcast. Like, oh, fuck, right. That's my job. Before I get to out today, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash games where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads. Wait, whoa. Speaking of ads, you know what I like about ads? What's that? Just giving them a nice little buffer. 
Because maybe yeah, one of the things we haven't told you about mm-hmm. your job because like we don't tell you, the best way to learn how to parachute is to jump out of the plane, right? Yes. So sometimes it's just easier to do this mm-hmm. and tell you about your job and let it cook for a second. Yes. To let it go for a second. Yeah. Because if anybody ever like I don't know drops the f bomb right before an end, oh, you need to point. give like a thirty second buffer, yeah. and I think we're good now. Go. That's a really good point because I totally did not <laughs> get, get the lay down on that. I mean, our <laughs> so. sponsors are so cool; they probably wouldn't care, yeah. but I don't need anybody getting in there just to be safe. If we should add some buffers. We're done now. It's good. Uh, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. You know it, when Greg moved to SF, he needed a loan, and that loan had a terrible interest rate. Upstart would have helped. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day, over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked Top, see why Upstart is top ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Next, let me tell you about Mint Mobile. If you're still using one of the big wireless providers this year, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. Tim got this for his mom because he noticed that she was paying for all sorts of stuff she wasn't using. Why? Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. I don't know what, why I did that with my hands. It was great. Because as soon it. as I got to 12, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't have enough. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get your plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash games. That's mintmobile.com slash games. Cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash games. Lastly, we're brought to you by Brooke Lennon. Greg, Tim, and so many more kind of funny members only sleep on Brooke Linen sheets because they're the most comfortable sheets in the world. Be like us. You know Brooke Linen as the as the internet's favorite sheets, but they're also home to bedding, loungewear, towels, and with and more with over fifty thousand plus five star reviews and counting. That's a lot of reviews right there. Greg loves them because they're soft, stylish, and easy to build online. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers and directly with consumers. No middlemen, just a great product and 
service. All luxury products without the luxury markup. They've moved beyond the bedroom to offer bathroom and life essentials. That's towels, shower curtains, bath mats, robes, and candles to add that extra lavish touch. Even ultra soft loungewear making you feel like you never left the bed. Brooklinen.com is the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. Brooklyn is so confident in the product that all their sheets, comfort, uh, comforters, loungewear, and towels become or come with a lifetime warranty. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code GAMES only, only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Uh, promo code games and hey new yorkers if you're listening you can get the internet's favorite sheets and more in real life visit brooklinen's first store in brooklyn at 127 kent avenue in williamsburg brooklinen everything you need to live your most comfortable life nailed it out today well before we get to out today actually tony baraka writes in and says hey blessing and tim this is an I'm wrong follow-up. Well, you're wrong again because it's Greg. My, my deepest apology for writing into yesterday's show to say that Round Guard came out. I confused what day it was. The Peckle-like game, Round Guard, in fact, comes out today. Tim, you should play it. Keep up the great work. Tony Baraka. Greg, I saw you tweeting about Tony Baraka, if, you're, if the, you skipped yesterday's Kind of Funny Games Daily, wrote in saying, hey, out today is Round Guard. You should play it. And I was like, I didn't see this anywhere. Thank you, Tony, for putting this on the list. Mm-hmm. I love Peggle. And he, he did it specifically for Tim. I was like, I love Peggle. Thank you for telling me about it. And then I forgot all about it. And then I got to my desk this morning and got an update from Apple Arcade, which you'll read in your later on there. Yeah. And I saw Round Guard came to Apple Arcade today. And I thought, oh, it was some kind of exclusivity window. Like mm-hmm. yesterday was Switch, Xbox, and PC. And now it's on Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm. Download Apple Arcade. Tony, this game's fucking great. Round Guard nice. is fucking awesome. And you he was right. You did. You do really like it, Tim. <laughs> I'm not Tim. Well, you're not Tim. It hasn't been Tim the whole time. If I, if this, if I, then like, you'd be like, oh man, same. Tim put on a shirt and tie. Like I get it. You know what I mean? But no, I wear glasses. What? I'm the white guy with glasses and overweight problems. You're, <laughs> He's got laser eyes. You're Greg. I'm Greg. Tim, this looks like Tim. And I'd be like, oh man, I sure did love Jimmy Z's rap record ah. with you. Oh. Oh, Jimmy that's Z? Tim. You mean Jay Electronica? Yeah, that's exactly what. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for following. I don't see that. Anyways, difference. though, it is great. It is on Apple Arcade. It's a steal for Apple Arcade subscription, which I love. And Tony, mm-hmm. don't feel bad because you did the right thing where you promoted the game ahead of time so people knew about it yeah. today. And now people know to pick it up. I'm going to get it on PlayStation 4 as well, I bet. Really? Yeah, you think trophies. it does have a platinum? Have you seen it yet? I bet it has. Well, I haven't seen it. A great question. Yeah. It, it's check, coming check soon, which would make me say, no, it doesn't. It's, it's got to have a platinum. But uh, uh, I don't think I'll get the platinum. I'm sure it's going to be crazy. Uh, crazy that, that type of thing where it's like a, way too difficult. You imagine, right? Also out today, Stella for Switch and PC. And I've actually previewed Stella at a PAX. Stella! It's like a, in, if you like Inside or Limbo, check out this game, watch a trailer. It might be for you. Mecho Tales for Xbox One or Micho Tales? Mecho Tales? Mecho Tales. Dead or School for PS4 and Switch. <laughs> Neo 2 for PS4. My Hero 1's Justice 2 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And I've demoed the. Actually, no, I demoed My Hero's One. My Hero One's Justice One, mm. which wasn't that great in my opinion, but the t- second one might be better. Yeah, people have been asking me like, "Ah, oh, are you gonna play this? Or are you gonna check it out?" I'm gonna check it out this weekend. I'm not very. Are ho- you? I'm not very hopeful about it though. Oh, like, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be my game." Like, I was this thinking about picking be- this for my um, like 104 games for the PS Love You segment, mm. but like. Having played, I think some that of the first kind, one, that's I was like, kind oh. of cheating though, because my hero is a known quantity. But it's not like triple A. It's not a triple A like, game. Also, looking mm. at the game is published by Bandai Namco, and like seeing gameplay, I was like, this does look like 
like doesn't have AAA budget by any means. But it has I, sent, some I sent you a code for this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Report I'll, 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 ch- I'll check if it out. If it's good, I might also check it out. Also, yeah. everybody, spoiler alert. I'm looking here at the Steam achievements mm. for Round Guard, and there's a ton of them, so they should have oh. There's no, It'll have plan. Yeah, uh, And also, code provided by PlayStation, but I do have MLB The Show 20 that I'll also be checking out this weekend. I have not played it yet. Uh, the embargo lifted last night. It's the so. only way you're going to get baseball in 2020. I know. Yep. Yep. What wild times we live in. Uh, also out today, Ritual crown of horns for xbox one rainbows toilets and unicorns for switch barrett i might need to need you to look up rainbows toilets and unicorns for switch alder's blood for switch rack and ruin for switch cider reloaded for switch jump step step for switch translation for switch super destronaut land wars for ps4 and switch which i'm playing right now yoga master for switch deep diving adventures for switch borderlands 3 for pc that's the steam release Maya of the Desert for PC, Spunk and Splat for PC, Round Guard for PC, Make Me Lag for PC, <laughs> Seals of Bygone for PC, uh, and then Round Guard, of course, is also coming to Apple Arcade. And then the Apple Arcade games get an update. Agent Intercept, Charua, <laughs> Charua Soccer, Down in Bermuda, Hexaflip, Raid, uh, Red Rain, Super Impossible Road, The Mosaic, and Ultimate Rivals, <laughs> The Rink, all coming to Apple Arcade. Well, no, no, those are all updates. Are all getting updates for Apple Arcade. There it is. Nice. Uh, Bear, uh, show us rainbow toilets and unicorns. Three things I love. So far, I like the style. It's like a. Oh, he's going to poop or pee? It's like a colorful. Oh, no, he's pooping. Bit. Oh, oh, this was not what I was expecting at wow, all. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it's a shmup or whatever it, where you you got your rainbows coming out your ass. Yeah, you're firing like a, with unicorns. Is that that's that, Trump? Yeah, that's that definitely Trump. Trump. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some it's Facebook like a, emojis likes. in the background. It's God like damn, they got me, guys. Very fun, very loud. Uh, shoot 'em up, vertical shoot 'em up too. Unicorn. All right, you can get rid of this. Uh, that's how you sell a fucking game. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> in the background, that's funny. Or is that nice? Okay, no, yeah, that's nice. For a second, yeah. I was like, is that a K? I'm or? a nice guy. <laughs> New dates. Is that another uh, oh, flappy yeah. flap Z man? Jay Electronica. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's the him. one that wrote I'm a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's have a fun show. <laughs> New dates for you. Con- the Control Expansion 1, the founda- Foundation, releases March 26th. Uh, and I have the trailer in here for, in here for you, for uh, Barry, if you want to show it. But at this point, we're late in the show, so I don't know if we want to take it. What's after fun. this? Screencast? Yeah, screencast. Nobody cares about screencast. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's a, only a... a 20 seconds long, so yeah, let it play. I want to I see what this is. Marshall's been missing for a while now. Any ideas where she could be? The last time I saw her was in maintenance when I was leading the Rangers out of the attic. She's got darkness, I people hanging like they do in control. She said she had to go check on something. Marshall's missing? Is that what she said? Yeah. Is Marshall the girl from the, like, is she the girl you keep reporting to? I do not remember yeah, well it's been enough so, anymore. Yeah. It's not even been so long, but it's been long enough to where I'm like, I don't know who the control characters are. I want to say Marshall... I'm on it. Is like the upbeat girl. Helen Marshall is head of operations. It's this woman. No, it's not who you're thinking of. Oh, Helen Marshall is head of operations for the Federal Bureau of Control and former member of the Zachariah Trenches management team. Yeah, I was way off. Yeah, she's just somebody who gives you quests. I don't even remember her. Do yeah. not remember her at all. But she's gone, so you got to find her. I'll go get her. Expansion. And then Are you jo- gonna play that? I would like to, but I don't think I will because there's too many games. Sure, busy. Joy Masher will be available to download from the PS Store. On the 24th and 25th of March in, in uh, North America and Europe, respectively. 
now it's time for reader mail, of course. If you want to write in, you can go to patreon.com slash games, where you can also get the show ad-free. We already did ads. Let's see here. We have multiple questions. I'm only going to ask one since we're so far on the show. So, Greg, do you want to talk about Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal delays, or do you want to talk about... I want to talk about Animal Crossing delays. What do you know that I don't know? I don't know anything. Braden X writes in and says, is there any chance for a last-minute Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal delay with how much has changed just in these last couple of days with the viral outbreak throughout the world? I know deep down these are just games, and there are more important things to worry about, but with all the craziness, it's nice to have something to look forward to as positive as Animal Crossing, and I would be devastated if a delay came out of nowhere. It's too late. No, they're, yeah. they're fine. You're fine. The pro, I mean, like, the back to our thing we were talking about here with uh, NPD numbers and how it's going to look in March and all these different, or next year, or next month looking back at March. I do think that there's the chance, I, this is not where it seems to be. I'm not trying to incite a panic at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything, every morning I wake up and Jen looks at the phone and tells me something horrible yeah. and wholly unbelievable. As things continue to get weirder around here, you do wor- worry that in seven days, if you ordered these things online, retail copies, uh, do we get to the 20th? Is the postal service running? Is the supply chain screwed up to a point where they've leaned back on that kind of stuff? In yeah. terms of, that, that would be my only concern for a delay. Digitally, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I, and I say this not, not, trying to tell you I'm not trying to incite a, a panic. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine getting it r- delivered to you as yeah, well, I say, like Amazon. I don't think we're going to be to that point where postal service and Amazon's shut down too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think. That would be the only problem. The games themselves, they're fine. They're in production. They're ready. Yeah, video games come to a point that I honestly do, and I do believe, like, if retail wasn't a thing anymore, if it had already gone away, Mm -hmm. they would have released Animal Crossing already. They would have been like, hey, man, we understand this is all fucked up. Here's Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that, obviously, and piss off your retail partners, piss off your audience that is waiting on retail copies. Yeah. All I know is that the fucking Animal Crossing switches are getting delivered as they're supposed to be. I see everybody putting. Yeah, up their and photos. I've seen like I've seen the notifications go up on people's Amazons that like Am- that it's already the game's already shipped, and then also like Doom Eternal just released the launch trailer yesterday, and yeah. so like they're still promoting those games. They still they're still planned to come out. I I it's way too late in the game to to change anything. Yeah. And I feel like for game releases in general. Now, every time I've spoken on anything coronavirus related, I feel like I've gotten it wrong. So I, I'm almost scared to say the words, but. I feel like with the advent of, of digital games and delivery and, and all this stuff, I don't foresee games coming out in the next couple of months getting delayed due to coronavirus. I'm just going to say that and hope that I don't fuck things up. I mean, it's the normal. <laughs> you can't. We can't say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is I think Animal Crossing and Doom obviously already went gold a while ago. Yeah. And so you might be doing day one patches and bug stuff like that. But that that ships out of the station. You, it is more of a, a question for stuff that's further down the line. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even trying to do this, and I'm not. I know nothing. Blah blah. blah. But like Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Like in the lead up right now to that going gold and getting that thing finalized. If Naughty Dog moves to a work from home thing, does that? Yeah. Do they have down? the infrastructure? Like, around? do they know? Do they do they have that? Like the infrastructure in place for yeah. a work from home program that though you have that's the more immediate concern of where does that for games that are in that window right now that are mm. on their final they are polishing push up, that's the, up your, the first things you'd be looking for in terms of ripples and then as you get further out now it gets into 
okay, what about games that were being worked on? Yeah. Granted, you can work from home and you can do it, but it's way harder with a AAA studio and VPNs and internet speeds and everything else, let alone the fact of, cool, well, I, I'm working at Ubisoft. This is a this is an example I'm pulling up out of my ass. I just know that about their giant ca- motion capture studio. Mm-hmm. I'm working at Ubisoft. We were flying up actors A, B, and C to come do these scenes, and now they're grounded. They can't leave their country. This has happened. We don't feel comfortable. Like that's That pushes that part back to the thing of, you're now looking at like really... 2021 2022 games that are going to be like impacted by this yeah. you might never know that they were impacted by this this will probably be a, a, a an, an interesting anecdote or antidote ant- antidote anecdote an- anecdote 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 uh in you know the press coverage of those games when we get closer yeah i'm like oh yeah this game was supposed to be out whatever ago but because of the covid stuff we lost a month six weeks yeah whatever it turns out to be i can see that now it's time to squat up liam writes in with a squad up on Xbox One and says, I'm looking for best friends to play the new Call of Duty Battle Royale. I have a young daughter, so my game time is very sporadic, and I find it hard to organize matches with people. I really enjoyed what I played of it so far, but it's all it's all been so <clears throat> it's all been solo queue, and I'd love to find some new friends to play some games and have some fun. Should I, should also mention I am by no means a pro. I just like to play shooter games and blame lag like everyone else. I'm in England and I, I'm in England and usually free either afternoon or evening in merry old GMT. P.S. P.S. I've been addicted to UFC 3 for years now. So if anyone wants to scrap, hit me up for that too. Liam's Xbox username is Muppet Lead. That's M-U-P-P-E-T-L-E-A-D. Sorry. Are you laughing at It's the way that it came out and I didn't realize I didn't realize it would have sounded like that. When I read it, M U P P. It's funny, everybody. It's funny. Um, I like the UFC shout out also because I, I absolutely love the UFC games and I haven't played uh, UFC, UFC 3, but I was like hella addicted to UFC, UFC Undisputed 2 and 3 and then EA UFC 1 that came out for PS4 and some of 2. But, uh, you know, if I if you played that on Xbox or not, if you played that on PlayStation instead of Xbox, I might have thought about it. Muppet Lead. But too bad. It's unfortunate. Now it's time for one of them rotating segments. This is this week. It's required reading. Uh, Marie de Alessandri of GamesIntry.biz put an article called "How to Create a Successful Patron or Patreon" that features Greg Miller, Joey Noel, and myself. That's right. Yeah, and so some hack named Andrew Renee too. Yeah. Who knows who that is? No, um, no. And RKG. Just a bunch of... Everybody you'd expect. Yeah, a bunch of creators <laughs> that you love that that uh, do stuff with Patreon are quoted in the article. Uh, and so, yeah, go to games, gamesindustry.biz. Show it some love. I think it's, like, it's their feature article. How to create a successful Patreon. Boom. And if you're looking to figure out how to make a successful Patreon, that could be good for you, too. On top of that, I'm on Jeff Grubb's business podcast today, talking about it. Oh, thank you very much. I, 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 they didn't do that on purpose, I don't think. What's the What's the switch for? Uh, games Beat. You can go if you go to Games Beat Twitter, you can find it. Greg Miller on making money on uh, by talking about games. How games make money is the podcast with Jeff Grubb. Uh, I'm gonna download that uh, Rainbow Unicorn fart game. <laughs> what is it? Rainbows, toilets, and unicorns. Yeah, but I tried to do it like by uh, looking into. Like doing it on the eShop, but like, like remote download. Yeah, the eShop. When but, I clicked on it, right, it went whoops, and it's Wario, and there's nothing there. Oh, uh, and then I remo- went to. Can you remote download things on the eShop? Oh, that yeah. feels like that feels advanced for Nintendo. Oh yeah, brother. I didn't. I didn't well, know you that. can get well. Yeah, because when I redeem codes, it automatically kicks it. So when you buy, oh. it's the same thing. Right? Uh, and nice. on top of that, I was looking at it and I was like, well, I want to buy this Rainbow game, right? And oh, there's Round Guard too, right there. Um, yeah, there it is, six ninety nine. And I when I went to the tw- uh, the developer's profile. I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll request a code. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do that kind of thing. Went there. They're in Rome. 
So they're in Italy. Oh. They got a lot of problems. Yeah, you just got to let them relax. You can have the $7. So I'll give you the 7 bucks. <laughs> Next week's hosts are as follows. And keep in mind, this week, four out of five days have not like gone as planned. And We're so, adjusting as things happen. <laughs> yeah. And so take this all with a grain of salt. But next week's hosts are as follows. Monday, it's Greg and me. Tuesday, it's Greg and Emron. Wednesday, it's Greg and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's Greg and Tim. And then Friday, it's Greg and me again. It's a full Greg week, tentatively. Yeah, we'll see how much that actually nets out us. We shall see. All right, Rainbows, Toilets, and Unicorns is downloaded. Downloaded. And downloading. Come on now. It's All right. Let's skip. I mean, I'll how many, you know. I how many megabytes? Use, I was able to use my gold coins for it, so there you go. How, how, how many megabytes or gigabytes is it? Because oh, no, that thing could have already been downloaded by now. That's a great point, actually. If you think about it. Yeah, Good you can point. play it right now. Well, of course. Switches, I have one <laughs> bar of service, though, you know? Okay, well, maybe. Did we do your own? We're Smart. Thank you, Barrett, because I was about to close. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Write in to let us know what we got wrong as we get it wrong. Let's see here. There's not that many, it looks like. Or my Excel is being weird, and there is more than I thought there was. Uh, no, you got the right amount. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm working from the bottom up, clearing out things you have to work Oh, you're clear. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, not, yeah I, cleared, I was clearing as we were going. Sorry, I forced a habit. Uh, the Nail Biologist writes in and says, The Kingdom Hearts trailers did have sound in them. It was just VO and partly uh, getting hit sounds on top of the game's song, Don't Think Twice. I knew that, but I was just being hyperbolic. They did technically have sounds in them, but some of those sounds were kind of missing. Uh, Neil Bosses also writes in and says, regarding Ring Fit Adventure, reminder that sales jumped in China during the coronavirus outbreak and quarantine, as it was seen as a great alternative to the gym. It was, it was even hitting $500 per unit from imports because they couldn't get enough... Um, they couldn't get enough in the country. I think I was listening to a recent giant bomb cast where they're talking about this. Yeah. Apparently, it was like a shortage of Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah, I mean, and people are like hustling. It, well, it's an interesting thing, right? You know, I've been trying to be better at this, uh, well, for a while now, I guess since October, about going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this whole thing, it's like, well, that's like, I don't want to go grab all these different public handles and be about to rush. This is a great idea because we have two Ring Fits in the house. Yeah. Because, of course, Lucy got one. And oh. liked it. So then Jen had to get one. And then they both promptly stopped using it. So mm-hmm. now I, I maybe I'll start doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, just writes in and says, Missed out today. State of the K2 Juggernaut Edition is out today on Xbox One and PC. Thank you, Nailbiologist. And then Matt the Wob says, Buying things on Nintendo Online Game Store will start down will start the download on your Switch. Booyah. That's pretty cool. Um, and then Nailbiologist provides a link to Daniel Ahmad, who tweets about Ring Fit Adventure. And let me see what this it's says. Not a you're wrong. It's not a you're wrong. I guess we have more conversations. But uh, the tweet says Chinese resellers are continuing to buy overseas stock. How, how old is this tweet? This is from February 20th. Chinese resellers are continuing to buy overseas stock of Ring Fit Adventure in huge quantities to resell in China, where the package is currently selling for over $250. Global shortages plus viral short videos showcasing the game plus impact of coronavirus driving up the demand. So there you go. If you have Ring Fit Adventure, cherish it. Bye. Oh, bye. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. Barrett, bring down the lights. Brr.